good <laughs> morning everybody welcome to friday hope you are all doing really very well fabulously awesome and amazing all right we are reconnected <laughs> so that's really good i just had an issue with my wi-fi it was like ah, i'm not working and then it's working so that's good all right, let me see if I can just get this shared around the place. Because that would be very helpful. Uh, let's share it to your story. Good morning, who's watching? Good morning, good morning. I'm gonna go like that. We've shared in all of the places so that all of the people will know that all of the things are happening, which of course, is necessary. So what that means is that everybody gets the memo. Everyone gets the memo that we are live. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, it feels like it's been a long week. I think coming off the back of Easter and school holidays and all of that kind of thing, it's just like, oh man, long week, long, long week. So what I wanted to talk with you about today is not whinging and moaning about the feeling that it's a long week and not even celebrating that it is Friday, although I am very, very happy about it being Friday. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about a post that I saw this morning that I thought was, hmm, this is a bit interesting. And it was a really cool one because the, the comments in there are a little bit like what I talk about all the time. And it's about how much should you share when you're in conversations with people? Uh, and then the other part about this was that the, when people are talking, like if I'm talking to you, like I just jumped off a the final call for our Visible the Immersive Experience Badasses, just finished the final training and accountability call for them. And one of the things that we were talking about was lead magnets for example. So lead magnets are those free things that you put away. It's like an ethical bribe. A lead magnet is something that you have created, a free tool, system, process, document, PDF, download, checklist, book, something like that, training, whatever, that you give away for free in exchange for somebody's name and email address so that you can talk to them and email them on a regular cyclical basis and continue to build relationships with them. So as we were talking about this, I gave the example of one of the more recent ones that I've created, which is the branding photos checklist. And some things that you want to think about if you're going to have some new photos taken, some uh, the, the way that you might want to frame the, the photos, how you're going to use them, how you brief your photographer, etc., etc. And then we, I used that as the example, and then I started talking about some of the advice that I was giving around one of the fabulous women who were in there about a lead bag that, that she'd created. And so, you know, I, I gave this kind of example of, look, this is what I have done, and this is why it's important, and this is how you can do it too. So often what gets sort of bandied around, and I think this is a little bit interesting, is that people sometimes think that they cannot talk about themselves at all right? And I'm not talking about this in the therapy room, right? So for the psychologists, social workers, allied health professionals in the, in listening in, I, I know that it's not, you, you're not allowed to talk about your own experiences is my understanding in the therapy room. I'm not talking about what goes on in the therapy room. I'm talking about coaching and in your marketing and things like that. The reason that we want to share your stories are because 
it shows that you understand and that you can empathize with where your people are at. A shared experience is a great way to create connection, right? So if I was talking about, oh my gosh, you know, my oldest child, she's not super academic, but man, she's straight street smart. If I've had a client that says, oh, look, I'm having trouble with my kid who's not particularly academic, might say, yeah, you know, I totally get it. My oldest daughter, you know, this is what she's going through. This is what she went through. And this is what we did to help her get through. And I think that that's actually really important because otherwise people, you know, they they can think that you are feigning empathy or that you you really just don't get it. You know, I, I remember... I remember having a conversation with a friend of mine actually in the UK and we were talking about some stuff that our that my daughter was going through and she said to me, oh yes, my daughter went through something similar and here's what we did. And I was like, mm, you don't get it because it wasn't the same experience. It wasn't the same triggers. It wasn't the same symptoms even. And for me, it was just like, yeah, nah, you, you, just, you just don't get it. So which is fine. I didn't need her to get it. So there are times when I guess for people, they can, it's important to hear from you in your marketing that you understand where your people are at. I I read something recently. uh, I think it was, I don't know, it was, it was earlier this week from Brené Brown. And the quote went something like, what you're going through right now will help somebody else work through it in the future. Now, that's not the exact quote, and I went looking for it this morning. I couldn't find it on her page and, and things like that. But I, I guess one of the things that that made me think about what I was thinking about with this particular quote is that there are, there are some people out there that will say that the only way, hey, Carmen, that you can be be helpful as a coach or as a, as a, as a mentor or something like that is by you going through or experiencing some kind of trauma, right? Uh, Or that you've had some kind of um, devastating upbringing and and you've been able to help people work through that or that, and, and that's the only way that you can leverage your experience and your stories. And I actually think that that's number one, that's really wrong. That's not the case. Uh, But there's also some people like, I, I remember people talking about, oh, you know, I had a really shitty childhood and, you know, we were broke and we were homeless and we were this and we were that. And and I remember reading stories like that early on in, in this business career and just being like, oh my God, like my upbringing was so vanilla. You know, there, there are a couple of things that happened through there, but really like my childhood was almost like, it was almost like the Brady Bunch, like almost like picture perfect childhood. It's, it, it was, it's kind of funny looking back on it now. And, and yet there are a couple of little things that I can draw upon, but what I draw upon from my own experiences are, are not really particularly traumatic ones. Sometimes depending on the context, I might, uh, but there's, it's not true that you have to have suffered a, a, an emotionally traumatic experience in order for you to be able to help people or have overcome that in order for you to be able to help people. You could be incredibly well educated. You could be, you know, super healthy and you help and you're becoming super healthier and you want to help people do that. So it doesn't mean that you are like in the, you know, the, the dregs or the, the depths of despair and that then you have to have this, you know, almost like come to Jesus moment where you, you've, you've had this massive experience and this massive shift. You don't have to have had that in order to be able to help people. 
right? So I think this is where when we're in conversation with people and when we're helping other people, you've just got to remember, and we talked about authenticity yesterday, it's important that you find experiences in your world, in your life, either with your clients or from your own personal experiences, and you share as much as you are willing to share, right? And it's in that in that sense of bravery and from that sense of authenticity, it's, it's important that you share your experiences with other people because it shows that you get them, right? It shows that you are similar to them. It shows your experience, your knowledge, your ability to move people and shift people from one place to the next. So I get asked this a lot, you know, what story should I tell? How can I, you know, how much should I share? The bottom line is this, you share as much as you are willing to share and as much as you are able to share. Carmen said, no two, no two people experience the same thing. We can only appreciate their view. Exactly. 100% yes. And, and I guess for me, like if I'm in a conversation with someone and, and or I'm reading a post and if I can see some similarities within their story, this happened to me a few years ago. It was a woman that I've known for many years and I, I hadn't been following her closely at all, but there was a post that popped up in my newsfeed and it was very much around, you know, I was doing all of the things that I felt like I should. I burnt my business to the ground. I had to start afresh. I had, I, I started from nothing again. And, you know, this is really, this is, this is the big thing that I decided to do. I stopped trying to be like everybody else. I stopped trying to do things in the way that everybody else was doing. I just really had to, you know, step into being me. And I was reading this post and I'm like, oh my God, like this was the story that she was telling. And I'm like, it's like, it's like we're carbon copies of each other, right? And, and, I, and I, we created that almost like that connection because of the stories that she'd told. And she didn't go into heaps of depth and that's okay, but it was enough for me to see myself in her story. And I think, Carmen, like from what you're saying, like appreciating their view, even with... Uh, and from a marketing perspective, which is what we're talking about, when you're going out and you're telling different stories about your own experience or experiences if, that your clients have had, what we're looking to do is this. We are looking to give a gold nugget or a golden thread, like Gay Hendricks talks about the golden thread. We're looking for the golden thread that helps you to kind of go, the golden, the golden nugget that helps our people to go, oh, it's not just me. Oh, I can take these steps and, and I might be able to get out of this as well. Or I relate to that. That's exactly where I was. Or yes, you know, that, and it might not be the reason that they buy today or, or opt in for whatever it is that you're talking about today. But if we're looking to create connection. And I think in the world of social media, and we were talking yesterday about all of the bullshit out there and, you know, everybody's doing all the things that they're doing and yada, yada, yada. One of the things that is really grossly obvious that is missing from, from the way that people are putting themselves out there is creating connection. We all need to feel connected. Humans need connection. It's how we're wired. So if you can talk about 
different things, if you can tell your stories, if you can share as much as you're willing to share and, and not in, while you're in the dregs of working shit out, but once you've, you know, gotten to the other side of things, I think it's really important that you share and that you tell your story because it helps people to feel connected. It helps people to feel oh, it's not just me. It helps them to see that you would get them. So what happens is, and you know, we, we hop on the phone and we, we would be talking and this is, this happens all the time. People say, oh my gosh, I feel like I know you. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Or they'll say, when we get in the room together, they'll say, oh my gosh, you're just, you're just in person. You're exactly like what you are online. I'm like, well, thank fuck for that. Because that's, you know, what, that's what I strive for. I really work to make sure that I, I'm being as real as I can possibly be. They all say, you're a hell of a lot shorter than I imagined. And I say, well, that's because I've got a big personality. So, you know, what we want to do is create connection and create that feeling of, you know what, I, I, I know you. So that when your audience is looking at you, when they're listening to you, when they're observing you, when they're, they're opting in for your stuff, when they're doing all of those things, they're following you, they can feel like they they know you before they've even met you. So they all, it's almost like they, um, they get a taste of you before they buy the whole thing, right? It's like the, the, the baker's delight bread samples. They can test the sample before buying a loaf of bread. I guess that's a little bit like what it's like with you. Like we want them to get the taste of you before they buy from you. And so that they know what they're getting. They feel really safe. Most of the population are driven by safety, and by feeling really safe and comfortable with who they're doing business with. And so this is how you can help to create that. So that is what I wanted to talk with you about today. So I'm going to love you and leave you a quick, short, sharp, and shiny coffee run today. Get out there, go help some people, have a whole ton of fun doing it. And if you're not yet in the contentology challenge, it is starting tomorrow. So jump in, get your butts in there. The comment is in the comment box with the link. And you could win $1,000 just by telling the stories of you. All right, my friends, happy Friday. I will, of course, see you very, very soon. And if not before, I will see you on Monday. Bye.